Welcome to Transformation. This is Don Wick from the Red River Farm Network. I'm the host for this podcast series. This project began as a partnership between the Red River Farm Network, the Minnesota Department of Agriculture, and numerous stakeholders throughout our region. We appreciate the support of CHS Community Giving. With their grant, we're able to keep Transformation on the air, thanks to the local CHS cooperatives and CHS Family Giving for that support. In this series of podcasts, we're bringing awareness to the issues of farm stress and mental health with a focus on solutions. And our guest is Russ Tweeten, who is the Vice President of Succession and Retirement Planning with Ag Country Farm Credit Services. We sat down during the recent Big Iron Farm Show. It's been said that farm transitions can be one of the most stressful situations for farm families. Uh, Russ, do you see that in your line of work? We do. Uh, you know, I think the, the thing that might contribute to a lot of that stress is just not knowing where to start, how to get this thing done. Uh, you know, getting into farming is a lot easier than getting out. And so what's the first step? Who do I talk to? What do I do? Uh, how much is this going to cost? Uh, you know, how much tax am I going to pay? The best thing we can tell a farmer or producer out there is to get in and see somebody. If it's us, that's great. If it's somebody else that you trust, like an accountant or an attorney, but take that first step and just start to get that process rolling. It, it's a it's a lengthy process for most farmers. Uh, transition, it can last five to ten years. Uh, getting out without a successor, you know, just a retirement, that's uh, usually a, it could be three to five years done. So uh, give yourself some time, but take that first step and get in and talk to somebody. So when you talk about somebody, a team approach, does that make sense? Absolutely. To me, that's the only way to go. Uh, we uh, we are sort of the quarterback of that team. Uh, we like to bring in the accountant, the attorney, the crop insurance. Uh, they've got an investment person. Uh, it's, it's really, really important to get all the players in, uh, not necessarily at the same time, but at some point. It's that anxiety of starting. I'm also guessing having that conversation even within the families is uh, a real challenge. Right. Uh, you know, that's the issue. You know, you've, you've, which hat are you going to have on today? Uh, do I have my family hat on? Do I have my business hat on? And sometimes it's difficult to know which one to wear when we start getting into this transition discussion. What we'll try to do is, is uh, maybe when we're working with you, make sure that business hat is on, knowing that you've got a family out there that's going to be impacted by these decisions. But communication is key. Uh, every time we work with a, a family where they're struggling, it always traces back to communication problems. When we're working with families where there's great success and things go well, it always traces back to communication uh, success. So uh, that's the vital element to ensuring the family stays together, Don, is making sure that you're talking to each other. Obviously, you've got some that may want to transition, take over the farm. Other family members may have gone off somewhere else, and that that issue of fairness comes into play. Right. The old adage of fair versus equal. And uh, it's sometimes that's a big challenge for our families, especially the senior senior producers. Uh, they certainly don't want to uh, discriminate, if I can use that word, against their non-farming children. And we don't either. Uh, they're just as much a part of the family if there's a successor as anybody else. But that's where communication is the most important. So how important is it to get this all down on paper? Vital. Uh, uh, every seminar we do, we have a slide, and it says if it's not in writing, it doesn't exist. 
Uh, it's too bad it's come to that, but unfortunately that's where things have, have uh, kind of morphed into. Now, that doesn't mean every single thing needs to be in, in writing, but we really recommend, obviously, the estate plan. The transition plan should be documented. If there's been some transitioning, some gifting, or some selling of assets to the to the up-and-coming farmer, we should have that documented. Uh, it's kind of an interesting world out there. You know, the, the thing I sometimes will say is don't let your shop be the Las Vegas of the farm meaning that what happens in the shop stays in the shop, right? Yeah. It should be shared. It should be, uh, uh, you know, talked to with the rest of the family. So um, do you find that uh, there's, uh, from going from one generation to another, sometimes it's a, it's that ability to let go and, and uh, let that next generation come in and, and take some responsibilities. Do you, is that a fair assessment? Do you find that? Oh, absolutely, and, and, and rightly so. There's nothing wrong with that feeling. You know, this is something that um, you've grown, you've sacrificed. Uh, a lot of our producers went through the 80s, and they know what it's like to struggle, and they don't want to turn it over and lose it. And so there's that apprehension, and that's why we say give it time. Usually, most of our senior producers uh, work really well with their, their children who are taking over. But uh, what I've heard from a lot of senior producers is they don't want to be pushed. <laughs> they don't want to be shown the door too soon. Uh, but they just want to sort of work their way out. Remember, this farm is their sense of identity, Don. This is what defines them. It's what makes them part of the community. And to all of a sudden be uh, to not be that person anymore emotionally, that can be a very difficult thing for some producers. So that's where we say give yourself time to get used to transitioning out. You mentioned the 80s. Are there similarities today? Obviously, we've been in a downturn in, in this uh, farm economy to what we saw in the mid-80s. Uh, yeah, it's a different kind of a stress. You know, um, back then it was, it was interest rates and, uh, you know, that was the tough, tough part. Uh, now it's it's input costs aren't going down. Uh, rents don't seem to be changing. Obviously, we all know what's going on with prices. Uh, we've got this tough year shaping up up here. So from a standpoint of stress, I think it's coming from a different place. Uh, but stress is stress, and anxiety is anxiety. Uh, you know, the, the best thing we can tell our producers from, from our world as transition specialists is give yourself some time. That's the best thing you can do. So time, and you said, you know, maybe three, maybe five, maybe even longer. Does that mean that uh, that should be maybe reviewed and, and updated during that time period? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the first three to five years of a transition plan, we really should be looking at it at least once a year. Uh, it may be a short meeting. It might even be just a phone call. But just to make sure we're on track, we, we're going the direction we want to go. Uh, just look how much has changed over the last three to five years in agriculture. That, that necessitates a lot of adjustments to some of these transition plans. Not so so pressing if there isn't a successor. You know, we still need to give ourselves time. But uh, I've got families I've been working with, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten years. Uh, they're still not fully transitioned. Uh, the plan was to have them transition sooner, but this economy's really slowed that down. And the reason, usually, the parents can't give up the acres as as, as much because they still have debt to service, or maybe they've had a surprise land purchase show up. So that's why we uh, we always say get it started early and then review it, uh, uh, you know, three uh, 
every year for the first three to five years. So with this farm economy, the downturn in, in price, has that really impacted uh, how some of these plants have come together? Oh, very much so, Don. Yeah, and, and I, don't mean to, I don't mean to sound gloomy. That's not it at all. It's just a, uh, it just slows things down. You just have an open, thorough conversation with a producer about their level of debt. Uh, sometimes it requires that we, we might have to have a conversation about selling something. Yeah, it might be machinery. It might be a piece of land. Uh, it just depends on how motivated or how quickly they want to get out. Uh, what I'm seeing right now with, with slowing down a lot of the transitions is, as I mentioned a second ago, is just giving up the acres. You know, you've got the debt to service. If prices were higher and costs were lower, maybe we could you know, pay down that debt a little quicker. But we just don't have the cash flow right now for a lot of these producers to do that who are coming in with debt. Can they do it in stages, or? Uh, you mean the debt, the debt pay down, or? I'm doing the farm transition. Yeah, I mean, usually what we'll do is, uh, you know, the, the, f- the thing you'll want to look at first, uh, you know, is the machinery is usually the first area that we focus on. It's the easiest. There's more transactions with machinery. You know, you're trading, you're upgrading, things wear out. And so that's an easy place to start. Uh, and then at, at some point, we have to look at the, the infrastructure. How are we going to get the shop and the bin site transferred? That's a little more difficult, but uh, we can do, you know, there's a structured sales that can be set up. You've got to be careful there because there's tax issues. There's leases that can be put together. And then usually the last thing to transfer is the land, and sometimes that doesn't even transfer. That's usually a, a transfer to the parents' estate because that's their retirement income generator. Russ, obviously, you, you've been dealing with this for a long time. You, you mentioned identity. That's what makes it so tough because it's, uh, it is who we are, and, and uh, it gets to be a very emotional situation. It's your sense of purpose. It, what's, it's what defines most of these families. They are farmers, and they will always be farmers. Uh, you know, if you look at you know, someone like me, for example, when I retire, I'll uh, grab my 401K and my investments, and, and I, I love what I do. I mean, I'm going to miss it, but... It's, it's so much different for a farmer. It's their way of life. Uh, the farm is where they live. You know, they get up in the morning, they walk outside, and there it is. And to all of a sudden uh, uh, not have that, that sense of purpose, that sense of identity, uh, that sometimes is one of the biggest challenges we face in helping our families transition. So just to reiterate, getting started may be the biggest challenge. What, what kind of resources would there be for the all generations in this mix? Well, you know, as I mentioned, we like the team approach. Uh, the resources, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we always want to tap into their tax person, whether it's one of ours or somebody that's not associated with ag country. Kind of, kind of get, if there's an entity, uh, we have to look at the entity, engage the services of the legal community. Uh, we have a pretty thorough questionnaire we sent out. I think the best thing as a, as a transition specialist that we can offer is thoroughness and making sure the job gets done. Uh, plus, we've got a whole team of tax specialists and loan officers. But I don't want that to stop people. You know, If they trust somebody else in their community, go out and, and start working on it because the sooner you get, get working on it, the easier it's going to be on the, on the farmer. A very important topic. Appreciate the conversation. You're very welcome. Thank you. Our thanks to Russ Tweeten from Ag Country. Again, a reminder, there is help available. If you're dealing with a very stressful situation, the Minnesota Farm and Rural Helpline is available. It's free, it's confidential, and it's available 24-7. 
All calls are answered by trained staff and volunteers. That helpline number, 833-600-2670. You can also visit minnesotafarmstress.com. Links are also available on the Red River Farm Network website, rrfn.com forward slash transformation. This project is funded by CHS Community Giving. Transformation is a partnership between the Red River Farm Network and the Minnesota Department of Agriculture. This project began with funding from the National Institute of Health, the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health, and numerous stakeholders throughout the region, including the Minnesota Corn Growers Association, North Dakota Farmers Union, Minnesota Soybean Research and Promotion Council, and North Dakota Wheat Commission. We're also excited to have received the CHS Farmer Health and Well-Being Grant from CHS Community Giving. Until next time, I'm Don Wick.